welcome to the In the Midnight Hour podcast with Keller. And hi, I'm Lauren. And uh, I'm going to say a little hello and welcome to the podcast. And I'm going to give you a little rundown, a little basic description that we have on our social media. And As our cat jumps onto the table. Yeah, as our cat literally just jumped onto the table. <clears throat> But I'm going to give you just a little description of the podcast so you know what type of podcast you're about to listen to. In the Midnight Hour is a podcast hosted by a married couple, Lauren and Keller, who love to stay up late into the night and talk about everything weird and wonderful in the world. We will dive deep into a variety. <laughs> Our cat is literally rubbing on the microphones, rubbing himself on my notes. <clears throat> Just generally wreaking havoc. Nice. Okay. We will dive deep into a variety of topics ranging from pop culture to conspiracy theories to spiritual awakenings and everything in between. (laughs) If there's a pause, it's a cat pause, okay? Think of us as the friends who you find still awake at 2 a.m. talking about aliens. We want you to join our conversation. So grab a drink. We both have red wine. Get really comfy and open your mind because nothing is off limits in the midnight hour. So there's our basic little blurb about the podcast. It's a good um, intro you wrote there. Yeah, I tried. I, I tried for a while for like a solid 30 minutes. <laughs> but uh, we're going to be dealing with a variety of things. We got our cat here. We've got... A smoky house from a very hot frying pan and a steak. It was good. It was exceptional, but the house literally looked like it was. was, The steak was better than the house looked. Yeah. And thank God, this is terrible, but our smoke detector is, it doesn't have batteries in it or it doesn't, it doesn't work. But either way, This is one of those moments that we're extremely grateful that it doesn't work because it was a dense, dense cloud of smoke. Yeah, it was intentional. We knew that I was going to try to burn the house down cooking a steak. Oh, oh, okay. That's not the path that I was going. It was purposeful. Okay. All right. So now that you have a description, you know kind of what the podcast is about on the surface level. We're going to go a little bit deeper. We're going to tell you a little bit about the podcast. And since this is the first episode, we really would just want to take it easy, give you a 101, give you a brief rundown about everything from the podcast to us, and then we're going to wrap up um, with like a daily news, pop culture, relevant topics, all that fun stuff. So to start, we're going to talk about where the idea for In the Midnight Hour came from. So I'll give my reasoning or my where. <coughs> yes, where did it come from? Um, and I really think that it's pretty simple. It's very self-explanatory. Um, me and Keller, we love to sit up late at night. I mean, really any time of the day, but especially nighttime, there's something that's very comforting, and it kind of loosens you up to talk at night. And when no one else is awake, the rest of the world is asleep to just sit and talk about 
anything. I mean, anything goes, you know, you can talk about aliens and conspiracy theories, but you can also talk about grief and trauma and your childhood. And I, I mean, we really just love the idea of that safe space of open conversation about literally anything. And, uh, that's definitely my idea for where it came from. And in the midnight hour is just simply, you know, it just means we're up late at night. We're talking, we're having a conversation, but it's metaphorical. And, uh, it could mean you're in your car on a long car ride and you're having that great conversation. You're at dinner with your family and things and drinks and conversation just start flowing. So, you know, don't take it too literally. You don't have to listen to the podcast at midnight. But, um, yeah, we do want to We want to talk. We want to talk about all the things that interest us. So, Keller, do you have any ideas where it came from? Any thoughts? Any thoughts? <clears throat> well, we just figured there's, there's not a lot of podcasts out there. I mean, podcast is a new thing that nobody else is doing. <laughs> we would just add another one in there. Yeah, we thought, why not? We're on the cutting the edge of this yes. brand new technology. Yes, this the idea that we have come up with of having a conversation on a mic, revolutionary. A married couple having a conversation, I mean, that's a... Brand new. That's Never a blue ribbon. Never heard of it. That's, that's a... That's a we're starting off good there. Yeah. We're, we're the first. We're the OGs. Four, two to four million podcasts is the, is the estimate, according to Pod News, on how many podcasts there are. Four million and counting. But that's, four million accor- that's one according to Pod moment. News, and we know that that's fake news. We know that's misinformation. Don't d- discredit Pod News. So we're uh, pod news. Don't listen to them. Listen to us, okay? That's how this system is going to work. Don't actually research anything ever. When we tell you a story from a podcast, we're just going to tell you, and you're going to take it like a fact, okay? <laughs> no research necessary. We we're going to do all of it for you. Obviously, this whole conversation is sarcastic. Please do not listen to anything we're saying. Yes, there's a lot of podcasts. Yes, there's a lot of married couples who do podcasts. And yes, there's a lot of variety conversation podcasts. But that's a great segue, actually, for why we want to do this. I know for me that I really, really wanted to create a podcast space that was something that I would actually want to listen to because I listen to a lot of different podcasts and most of them touch on very specific topics, you know, true crime, pop culture, conspiracy theories, news, you know, whatever. They all touch on very specific things. And even the ones that talk about broad variety of subjects, it's more surface level and, I haven't found a podcast now. I'm one person, and there's probably another podcast exactly like this out there. So we're not going to sit here on our high horse and say we've never. Probably, probably for sure. <laughs> yeah, that we've, we're the, the first to do this. I'm not saying that. But I do, I, I just wanted to create a podcast that I myself would want to listen to and that I know my friends and my family would want to listen to. And I feel like, we're going to do that. We're going to attempt to do that. 
And I also, I really wanted a place where me and Keller, because we already do this in our real life, we already sit and we talk and we share ideas and share opinions and we talk about, I mean, a million different things. We have these wonderful, insightful, thought-provoking conversations and <laughs> what's your face? <laughs> I mean, setting the bar high. Well, One, all to, these me, adjectives. to me, they're thought-provoking because when I met Keller, you know, he introduced ideas into my life that I had never thought about or never thought a lot about. And I hope that, you know, you feel the same way. I do. So that seemed yeah. very genuine. But, um, <laughs> no, I, I do. <clears throat> but, I do. no, I just wanted to create a podcast that it's – the foundation is a conversation. That is the whole idea of the show. That's the whole idea. Is a conversation. What? <laughs> Welcome to our marriage. We're opening the doors into our life right now, okay? Um, I'm working through patience right now. But, no, again, I just wanted to have a conversation, a space where it's something that we already do naturally, but I felt like not every conversation, but a lot of the conversations that we were having were very engaging, thought-provoking ones, and especially the ones where we bring in our family members, we bring in our friends. It felt like these conversations should be shared, and that's probably narcissistic to think that. That probably is. There's a lot of people who probably feel like their opinions need to be shared with the world. I just want to create a space where we can talk about anything on any level with very little boundaries, you know, and my cat is biting the mic, so he clearly wants to contribute. But, yeah, so that that's – I'm rambling now, but that's definitely – what I wanted to set, you know, what I'm setting out to create is a space where we can have thought-provoking, engaging conversation about a variety of topics and do deep dives on them. Some of the topics funny, some of the topics scary, some of the topics wild and weird, but just a place where we can hold space for that conversation. So now that I'm done, I, the people want to hear you talk. They, they want to hear already, me. Yeah, they're probably already sitting here thinking this bitch has been going on for like 25 minutes. <laughs> it's been like five, but it definitely feels like I've been talking way too long. So <clears throat> I'm going to give the mic to you now. Well, uh, Why I, do mean, we I think do you pretty much covered it all. Um, <clears throat> and then some. <laughs> um, Hilarious. I don't uh, I like pod, I, I like I'm a musician, but most of the time, if I'm at work or at home chilling, I listen to a lot of podcasts for some reason. I listen to a lot of music. Um, I just like to hear people ramble on, sometimes about something, sometimes about nothing. Yeah. And uh, I like humor, mm-hmm. so it's just a way to make me laugh. Make you think, make you feel. Sure, sure. <laughs> Way to pass the time of this dreadful existence. No, I'm just kidding. 
but not really. No, but. I'll go ahead and say Keller is the cynic or the realist in this marriage. I don't know where I fall because I, I'm not like I don't exude positivity, but I think that I'm definitely more hopeful. Like I, I'm, I'm a dreamer <laughs> of our relationship. So you're definitely gonna hear that worldview, that dichotomy. But I think well, we I was can, just gonna say, like you just said, you know, conversations that I think people need to hear. I don't think people need to hear this at all. <laughs> I think this is just. He's saying this as we're sitting here recording this about uh, to put I, it out into the world. Yeah. <clears throat> the doubts are real, and that's okay. But it's, not, it's just, uh, you know, uh, people don't need to hear any any conversations. Like you know. I it's think, just a I way to, to pass the time. It and a way say, to have fun. To say instead of people need to hear it, just say give people the option to hear it. It's like it's here if you want to listen, and if you don't, you don't have to. But here, here's some of our thoughts. Someone, you know, here's a married couple. Here's you know their worldview. And you don't have to take any of it in. You can say that we're the stupidest fucking people on earth. Or you can say, oh, that conversation Most added likely. something to my life. But you don't, there's no obligation to take it seriously or to take it too literally. It's just fun. And I do get, Maybe that's a good way of saying it. I don't take it seriously. Yeah. And I get that's a little a bit serious because I get very passionate about projects that I'm invested in, um, about people, about things. So I'm definitely the one who's going to be like very passionate, very headstrong very stubborn about things because I do get invested and I get invested deeply and I do have these big aspirations um sometimes that are probably unrealistic but I do have big aspirations and big dreams for what I want something to be and you know when we start talking about us and our life you know you'll see that come out more in different areas of my life but yeah so I think I think it helps to have you because you can ground me and tell me like this isn't as serious as you think it is. Like just chill out. Everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. But hopefully I try to make you think in the bigger picture. How do you like our makeshift podcast studio I set up for you? I told you I love it. Consisting of... Two mic stands that two I already have. Which is two already, mics that I already have. Already more professional than I would say a lot of people have. So there may be four million podcasts. Yeah. But for, all four million <clears throat> of those do not have as nice of mics as these. You know, Keller said he's a musician, so we're very fortunate to have. We're we're setting a pretty high bar here. I mean, right off the dick. I mean, we're setting it real high. You know what I mean? No comment. <laughs> As far as the the, the production, as far as quality, the production, I mean production quality is pretty top notch. Yeah, and and I'm a visual artist. You I'm, watch guys on YouTube that still use USB mics that just plug straight into the computer. Yeah, we and, got an interface. You know what an interface is? No. It allows you to use real mics. Okay. I say real. I mean, I don't want to shame the USB microphone. No, because everyone, there's some good USB microphones. Yeah, everyone is on their own level. Uh, but was by the quality of that burp, you can <laughs> we're tell definitely leaving that we're in. working with high quality equipment here. But 
All right, moving on. Moving on, yes. I think that burp was a good segue. Um, uh, just real quickly, what to expect going forward. Um, I think that, and I think I speak for both of us when I say this, that we just want to bring up and talk about anything that interests us, anything that we think is funny or interesting or weird or scary and just like we've been doing in this last you know couple minutes here I had all these show notes out this is like such a personality thing for me and Keller I had all these notes out that were like super organized about the flow of the podcast and I was like we're gonna do this we're gonna do this we're gonna do that and then he you know goes off on his tangents but I say that in a very positive way because, like I was saying earlier, it's like you need someone who grounds you, who pulls you back down and says, okay, you don't have to be so serious because we can still have fun and talk about a lot of different things. So, yeah, we're going to ramble. We're going to talk. We're going to talk about a lot of different stuff. What are we going to talk about today? What is in your notes? Well, the first thing in my notes is just I want the people. I didn't all, make any notes. All three people who are going to listen to this when we release it to get to know us and i'll <laughs> say generous i'll say those three people me you and our cat <laughs> and, and my sister and my mom so and those people already know everything about me but in case they didn't know we're going to give a refresher okay so keller would you tell the people just a very brief summary of your life where you're from your people your parents you don't have to say names or anything but just kind of give give every like your age what's going on you know just the usual stuff you know how this works okay a rap sheet yes yeah because i think that we we had a disagreement about this when we were going over the notes because he thought like oh this is going to be cheesy and corny fair still think that. it is fair that's fair it is probably cheesy and corny but i think when you're getting over the hump of a first episode i think that this stuff is important i think it's what helps us connect with other people who we've never met potentially who we've never met um and you know they might find something in your story that says oh yeah that's happened to me too or i've been there i've done that and you know and it it might broaden your appeal. It might give them something that they like about you that they can hold on to. So, yeah. So my name is Keller. I'm a cis heterosexual white male, <laughs> and uh, from South Carolina. Um, I play music. Um, I work a job. Work. Tell them a little bit it's about like a lot your of people job. Do. You don't have to say where. Just say like what it is that you do. Like you work It's in, in manufacturing. Yes. So I manufacture. He's doing manual orth- labor. Orthopedic equipment. That's what it says. Yes. On the it's sign. hard work. It's very hard work. I live in South Carolina still with my wife and my lovely wife. Who's giving me instructions? <laughs> speak 
with enthusiasm with enthusiasm yeah because there whoever listens to this is gonna think that he's like on suicide watch after this <laughs> and not. i promise he's not i think that <laughs> just the format of doing this feels a little disingenuous to him no but i'm you know i'm a dude from south carolina who he's in his 30s likes music likes uh, you went to University of South Carolina. I went to University of South Carolina. Go Cox. But you have a brother and a mom and a I dad. I do things. I breathe air. <laughs> Any other normal human stuff. I'm I'm a normal guy from South Carolina who likes music. Who has both parents well well, that's debatable too (laughs) grew up with both his parents i have one brother a younger brother i'm the oldest sibling um yeah i I like a lot of things when i grew up i like concept cars did you know that yeah and you like i like cars and like i like what you like planes yeah yeah i like planes yeah and you like comedy and magic yeah, I like comedy. I like magic. Yeah. I like music. One big thing about Keller that you're going to learn that he's like completely leaving out is that he is a massive comedy fan. Oh yeah. We'll get we'll we'll circle back to that. Put a pin in that. Okay? okay. Is that is that everything that you feel is relevant to you? I think so. Okay. Well, I'm Lauren. I am 24, about to be 25. Um, Keller is my husband. We got married this past April. I'm 65, by the way. Yeah, he's actually my sugar daddy. (laughs) He's more like my Splenda daddy. (laughs) Sweet and low daddy. Yeah. Stevia Um, daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I turned 25 soon. We've been married since April. We've been together for five years. I grew up in a different town than Keller. We're not going to say names right now just because, you know... Just to be careful, we probably will later. But our hordes of fans will. One of them is bound to be a psychopath, who will hunt us down and brutally kill us. Anywho, so yeah, I'm from a very very small town in South Carolina, smaller than Keller's hometown, and like when I say small town America, I mean one red light, one grocery store, one pharmacy. That type of vibe. Very small, very southern, um, and I... It does have one traffic light. Yeah. No, two. It has two. Yeah, it, had, it... Where's the second one? There's one... Oh, yeah, there's one right in there. front of the 7-Eleven There's area. two right right within right a within, 30 feet of each other. But to me, in my mind, those... Oh, Shit, Lord. sorry. Those count as one in my mind because, I mean, they might as well be. Technically do, but they're literally right I, beside I was sitting, I, When you said that, I was thinking about it. I, I've never thought about that. And, yeah, there is, there's, there's literally two. Yeah, and we have one grocery store. We technically, again, we technically have two pharmacies, but one is like, an old school pharmacy that 
you know, they're great, whatever. But the other one is a CVS, and so that's kind of what people think about. So, I mean, we don't have anything. The closest town is, like, the closest bigger town that's got movie theaters and restaurants and culture and arts and all the good stuff is like 15 minutes away and then a major metropolis I say major but again like I would say for South Carolina we're talking okay so keep it's not a major metropolis well okay in perspective of South Carolina metropolis areas yes this is the biggest metropolis area in South Carolina which is Greenville we're about 30 minutes outside of that so we hit up Greenville and the other towns a lot but um and yes we do live in my hometown we moved here like two years ago <laughs> so to carry on with my story i went to usc for a year and then south moved, carolina yes right. university of south carolina not southern california yes, the same school that he went to then i came back and I lived in Clemson for a year, and that is about the time that I met Keller. Um, and he was playing in a band that my grandfather, it was like my grandfather's band, and they needed a singer to fill in, or a guitar player. And Keller got the call, he filled in, we met, and you know, as I say, the rest is history. But, uh, what? <laughs> I was gonna say I filled in, and I filled it in. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna let that one sit. Okay. We're gonna let that one just sit out in the consciousness. All right. So we met, um, and we fell in love, and we got married. And it sounds like we're giving you like this horrid story we're not passionate about it all but we've just told the story a million times yeah, we got married. yeah and the most important thing is is that we're married we yeah i mean you know how these things go keller would you please enlighten oh, God. enlighten us onto just your major hobbies your major interests what i like to do yeah what do you like to do what do you like to listen to what's your favorite things to do well, uh, I like playing music. Yeah. I like cooking. I like comedy. I like listening to podcasts. I, I enjoy yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I like being outside. Um, I like playing records. I got a bunch of records that I like listening to. Yeah, he's a big thrift store, record store guy. That's He loves that. Yeah, I have a t-shirt collection that I have a sh too many t-shirts. Yeah, I mean... So I like that. I like going to Goodwill and finding the cool stuff. Yes, you do love a... Th thrifting. You love thrifting. But I just hoard it all, so maybe I like hoarding. I'm a hoarder. Yeah, well... I'm a hoarder. Yeah, that that's definitely... We'll, we'll, we'll eventually segue we'll unpack the that yeah we'll unpack later. that later yeah <laughs> um, because we, we have talked about the hoarding tendencies and where those come from and 
I have a store. I don't keep it in the house. I have a storage building. Yeah, but that's almost worse because we have to have a storage building to keep everything there. We can't just have it. But in you the don't house. see it every day. No, You're not that's fine. No, it's it. not like a hoarding situation you would see on TV. You're not stepping over cat skulls and oh, dear Lord. mad magazines. No, no. But in, so the, these, are, these are the interests, these are the hobbies. I like to grill, I like to cook. Yep. I like to hang out with friends. Yes, yes, yes. Play with my cats. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Okay, all right. Watch TV and mindlessly scroll my phone. <laughs> That's it. All right. Well, some of my passions, my hobbies, my interests... Um, I am actually a uh, wedding couples and portrait photographer. Um, I have been for, I think, four years now professionally, but I've always had a real strong interest in visual arts pretty much for as long as I can remember. Um, I am an avid, avid movie fan. Um, I love breaking down cinematography. I love, you know, the art of visual filmmaking of photography and photography is definitely what a lot of people know me for in my real life um and I love it it's amazing it, it's a amazing creative outlet for me and I have a lot of thoughts about it so um I am and just adore pop culture um, that is like my juiciest love of my life obsession is pop culture. I mean, anything pop culture. I like, I'm, I would consider myself to have like a PhD in pop culture because I, I'm not just like your people magazine type of gal. I'm definitely, you know, I'm on, I, I'm, I'm reading the blind items and I know that that's a word that people are probably not familiar with. Some people probably are. Some people probably aren't. So we'll uh, put a pin in that. <clears throat> we'll save that for later. But you can also just look it up too. Um, I love fashion. I love high fashion. I love watching it. And New York Fashion Week just happened recently. So that is a whole interesting thing to take a look at. Um, I am a huge Taylor Swift stan. Um, I love everything that she puts out. Um, I haven't been like a lifelong Taylor Swift fan, so I can't claim that, um, which is unfortunate, but ever since I would say like reputation era, I have been very deeply invested. And then I don't know what it was, but during the pandemic, when folklore came out, it went from being like a pretty good regular fan to having an intense like I am on reddit I'm on tumblr I'm, I'm breaking down her easter eggs her clues if you know you know and I definitely want to do a deep dive of Taylor Swift and Keller can probably tell you that it's all I talk about all the time and especially with her new album Midnight's coming out we're going to have a lot to talk about. We're going to have a lot to discuss. There's some 
conspiracies, some conversations to be had about Miss Miss Swift. But I I love spooky stuff. I love supernatural stuff. I love, you know, dark and weird stuff. I like true crime. I've sort of fallen out of love with true crime recently just because I've gotten more scared the older I've gotten. But uh, I still do listen to it. And I love music. Um, obviously, I'm not a musician like Keller is, but I do love music. And, you know, along with films, I love movie, breaking down movie soundtracks and scores. And that's a big passion of mine. So I thought that this would be fun. And we've already discussed this before. And I think Keller will have fun with this, you know, in his cynical brain. But... I want you to tell me some things that you dislike. Right now, some things that you've disliked of all time. Just let the people know what is in your heart. What is in, you know, your <clears throat> hater heart. All the stuff I hate. Just dislike. Hate, you hate, can say hate, 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 hate too. But well, we talked about this earlier, but one thing that grinds my gears currently mm-hmm. is our cat keep shitting on the living room carpet. Yes, and this is a layered discussion because it doesn't seem like yeah, there's multiple layers of shit that I've cleaned off the carpet that are still in the fibers of the carpet. Yes. Multiple layers of consecutive shits that are happening. Yes. It is um disconcerting that it's every time he doesn't poop in his litter box it's on the same exact I mean it's within the same like radius of a foot on the carpet and it's on our nice living room carpet and it's every time and we have a hardwood floor well 85% of our house is hardwood floors or tile yeah and there's only a small percentage of carpet yeah Yet. He chooses that spot every time. To be fair, it's probably happening at the times. It's not probably. It is happening at the times where we have not gone in and, like, done a good enough job cleaning off their litter box. Yeah. That is, we have some blame in this, too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So that sure. is that, but it is. But no, I've read things about cats. Like they, that's what they do. They shit on carpet and places because they feels like he can dig. And, yes, they yeah. feel like they can dig and cover it up, which they can't. No, but and also to add, we do have two cats. We have they don't have names. She never shits on the carpet. Mm-mm. Never. No. It's always him. Yeah, he's the finicky about. The, the quality of the litter. Yeah. The cleanliness he, of the litter in the box. There's been times in the past where he's done it and I've cleaned it up and gone to scoop the litter box out thinking that, okay, this is my fault. I didn't clean the litter box out quickly enough. And there will be one poop in it just right on the top that one of them didn't cover, but the rest of the litter box is empty. So he's very obsessed about his cleanliness and this is our big kitty. That literally is his name. And then our little kitty, she is batshit crazy and literally 
would not care. No, I mean, we could have a cardboard box and she probably still would not shit on the carpet. Yeah, that's one of the things that I dislike. Okay. One of the things that I am over right now is on TikTok, there's this trend aesthetic. Um, and it's called the clean girl aesthetic. Clean girl. Yes, clean girl. As opposed to dirty girl. Yes, which is definitely what I'm hoping the trend will become is the dirty trash girl aesthetic because that's my, me. That's oh. my lifestyle. So clean girl is, if you don't know, it's basically the idea of you look polished, you look clean, you don't wear an excessive amount of makeup, but you have like just a little bit of makeup on, but it looks very clean. It's like model off duty, you know, like. Now everything you said there sounds great. It sounds like they're very hygienically conscious, health conscious, you know? Yes, and so it it is Sounds like a good thing. It is those things. It is it is health conscious. These are people who go to Pilates. These are people who go on hot girl walks. These are the girls who... a hot girl walk? Well, that's a whole that's other trend that a TikToker made up about just being a hot girl and, and walking going on a walk. in yeah. public. Yeah, in public. Oh, it's just meant yeah. to... I do that every day. It's just meant to encourage you to like get some kind of exercise, and they put a title on it to make you feel a little bit more special, which I get. And and look, I'm no walking. hate, no hate to the people who love a clean girl aesthetic. If that is you, good for you. If it works for you, that's awesome. Here is my problem with it. My problem with it is that most of the people who do this are people who are wealthy who live in major cities, as in Los Angeles and New York. And these are people who are influencers, most of them, who have the time, the energy, and the money to adhere to the clean girl aesthetic. These are people who have their little tiny dog, and they go take a walk around New York City in really expensive workout lounge sets, and they have eyelash extensions, and they can get their eyebrows microbladed, and they can afford really expensive makeup. That they can afford to go to really nice organic grocery stores and get the things. So that's sort of my problem with it. Is that's one thing that I don't like about it. Is I, I'm the, seeing the girls. These are the, these are the girls. So what you're saying is, these are the girls who their shower head has crystals in it. Or it's like the shower, they, it's like not even just about the shower head. It's like that they have 14 products in their shower to take one shower and they use all of them and they can afford to buy that. And it's like this, to me, it's just, it, it works really well and you benefit from the clean girl aesthetic if you are wealthy and skinny and white for the most part, but also that's just one thing that I'm not crazy about. The other thing is, is that, and I think that this kind of segues from what I'm talking about is it really does not work 
with like the working girl, like the girl who has to get up and go to work in the morning. She does not have fucking time. The welder, the construction the, worker, the factory worker, the, the, I mean, any job, the nurse, the doctor, the anybody, I mean, anybody who sees these trends and wants to follow them, but like has to go to work and do laundry and do the dishes. It just, it glamorizes a lifestyle that's not very attainable for most people. And maybe it's just a me problem. Maybe it's a me thing. That's probably true. I probably have my own internal biases about this because I definitely do not fit into the mold of a clean girl aesthetic. Um, No hate to anyone who does that. No hate to anyone who loves it. And it, enriches their lifestyle if it does that's great and I'm really happy for you but I think that I have seen the tide turning against the clean girl aesthetic on TikTok and I think the I think the fad is about to die I think it's so what's your what is what is next what is next is it the dirty girl well kind of but it's it's a little bit more it's like that like dirt it's like that sort of like take a shower every three days. Kind of no, thing. it's uh, the thing is, is it's more about the mindset. It's less about the actual, like I take a shower every three days versus I take a shower every day. It's not about that. It's more just about like what is easier and more accessible. And it's the idea of clean girl started off as this is the easier thing to do. This is the model off duty. Look like we want to look like we, really take care of ourselves but it's all for the aesthetic so what is next what are you seeing so the next the next thing that i've seen people talk about and that i definitely agree with is an indie sleaze which is if you're a tumblr girl if you were on tumblr in 2014 then you know what i'm talking about um it's just basically like a smudgy mascara the you know you you put your makeup on it doesn't have to be perfect it doesn't have to be this perfectly curated, snatched look. You put your smudged mascara on. You put your smudged eyeliner. You know, you're, you're not like waking up at, you know, 4 a.m. and filming a TikTok about how you made your spinach and egg white omelet. And because that's just and not. Do you like, do you like that? You like what's coming. I, than, I think that it's more fair to what real people are like. Yeah. I think that it's more So that, that that's what appeals to you is just realness. More, or yeah, more of a realness. Accurate depiction. And of course, of, all of these are trends, so there is a level of fakeness to all of it, you know, because you're adopting a new trend. Everyone is so perfectly ready and picture ready and perfectly poised 24 hours a day. There are girls literally putting on a full face of makeup just to film one TikTok. There's people who are putting on their best outfits just to go to the grocery store. And again, I preface all of this to say, if you do that, that's fine. I don't specifically dislike you. I just think that People are losing sight of what a real face looks like. I think that when you feel like to post a TikTok, you have to be perfect makeup, perfect outfit 
to post just a simple video, I think that that's a problem. Like, if you can't just hop on and your regular face, you're in your sweatpants, you're just filming an off-the-cuff video, like, that's, I miss that. I miss the casual... The accurate and, representation. Yeah, and, and I know that this has beauty. become, this has become a more of a trend on Instagram, too, is, like, cat bring back casual Instagram and the uncurated thing, you know, pictures sure. on Instagram. The problem is, is that all of this has become uncurated, curated. So it's like you're intentionally taking uncurated photos. You're intentionally pretending like you just had a little bit of makeup on. Mm. But it's all very well thought out. It's planned. It's like, I'm going to take this photo and it's going to go in my slideshow. It's going to go in my photo dump on Instagram. And so all this is just to say, I just miss like true casualness on social media. I miss when people got on and they didn't have a full beat of makeup or they didn't wear their nice outfit to the grocery store. I, I, I just miss a real face. And I think that it is unhealthy. Where's the reality of what someone's day looks like when it's not just filmed for a TikTok? Hmm. You know, where's your laundry at? Where's your messy sink after you cook that perfect meal? Like, that's that's the stuff that I wish that we could see more of. But, yeah. So, that that's one thing that I dislike. One thing that I think that we both dislike, that we have had so many conversations about, and I just... I want to hear your input before we move on is chronically online people. And I definitely want to talk about this in a later episode um, because I think it's very, it's more relevant than it's ever been. Um, so do you know what I mean when I say chronically online people? Uh, <clears throat> basically that there's, they spend their entire existence online and it's, impeding their ability to have face-to-face -face social interaction yeah that is that's one part of it and the other part of it okay so by the way both of our cats are now have joined us at the dining table and they're just face, they're here they're podcasting too they've made their appearance but so that's one part of it of the chronically online person but the other part of it is it's the idea of someone who is usually very young and I mean 15, 16, 17, 18 I would say even all the way up to like 20, 21 um, who have not spent enough time in the real world to form their own opinions and form their own judgments and they haven't like gone out in the workforce they haven't met people they haven't traveled they grew up online yes these are people who spend every day every hour online and so they ingest everything that they see and then that's how they form their opinion recording at midnight yes we are i'm in. back now yeah so Keller's from back. a nice long piss yeah it was a long piss <laughs> yes that was great. so so circling back to chronically online so the other part of it so what I to continue on what I was saying is that these are people who they have no or very little real world experience and they haven't ever had the 
type of conversations with people face to face to you know circle back to what you were saying that really encourage critical thought and forming your own opinion of people without letting outside opinions form you and so these are people who they are very quick to judge very quick to follow authority figures because they don't formulate their own opinion about things. Yes, because they, don't they know how. Yeah, well, they just they're they haven't they haven't they don't spend enough time offline actually communicating and talking with people, and, um, to form their own opinion. So, right. without getting like extremely political about this, but I do think that this is a big part of this conversation is that there are kids. And I say kids because, like I said, this is mostly younger people. Um, There's definitely older people, but mostly young, who on the right or the left, um, who they, all of their information, all of their conversations, they're having online. So all the news, all of the ideas about politics and about the world and about people all the judgments they're making are opinions they've seen other people form or their opinions that their leaders have told them to form or the, the opinions that popular culture has told them to form consensus has told them to form right yes and they're getting all their thoughts online and it's it's really scary actually because this is a you know a conversation we've had is that people are not using their own critical thinking skills anymore they are accepting whatever people tell them to accept according to overload.com recent research shows that in the final quarter of 2021 the average time spent on the internet per person was 413 minutes just under seven hours per day yeah and i think that that's that's accurate I think that that's definitely accurate, and I think that you would be surprised by how many people spend more than that online. On average, internet users worldwide spend 415 and a half minutes every day online in 2021. Mm. So So that's just under seven hours. What do you think about the chronically online person? What do you think... Well, I always told, tell you that my age, I'm 32, mm-hmm. um, we're, I feel like we're the last generation that was pre-internet, mm-hmm. you know, pre-PC, pre-home computer, dial-up internet where you could, you know, surf the web, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so we know, we we know what life is like without the internet, mm-hmm. especially social media. That didn't come along for a, a while. Mm-hmm. So we know what life is like without internet, and we know what life is like with internet mm-hmm. um, and computers, personal computers, because we were in that age of, you know, ten to fifteen. Let's say. Um, to where our, our formative years, we knew life without it and we knew life with it. And so we can make the distinction between, you know, this is, 
this is real, real life. life and this is internet you know, this yeah. is a new thing yeah this is internet this isn't necessarily real this is just a new piece of technology that just that came about use. that this is pretty cool you know um so yeah we could make that distinction and maybe now the reality for these kids that were born with internet always with internet they don't have the experience Filter. without internet mm. So that is their reality. Mm. So with us, social media is a technology. It's a new thing where it's like, oh, this is cool. You know, this, but, but it's like this, it's a product, it's a technology, it's this cool thing, cool new thing um, to where it isn't as grounded in reality like the the you essential were able nature to of go puberty and form your existence yes and develop like i said like you were able to develop thoughts and opinions about yourself about the world about people around you without the influence of literally millions of other people yeah yeah and i think that I mean, I'm, I think you made a great point about saying that people who grew up only knowing social media and only knowing the internet and who never have lived without it, it must be especially hard to distinguish what is well, they, know, they, internet they, nonsense, internet bullshit, right. and <clears throat> what they should, what you know, what what matters, what what you know, what morals and ethics matter in real life and how you know the foundation of you know how you should treat people and yeah. how you want to be treated yourself well the internet is such a revolutionary technology mm -hmm. you know world changing thing that there's a pre-internet world and a post-internet world mm -hmm. you know same as like pre-9-11 and post-9-11 mm -hmm. pre-covid post-covid mm -hmm. you know all these major events that happened um so the, the chronically online people and that those aren't those are people my age too those are people my age with no social life yeah and found, maybe they found it hard to relate um on you know to talk to people in real life mm -hmm. so they found a home online you know, that they found refuge in this new technology. Um, I guess I was getting into the the gap between my age and Gen Z. Z. Mm -hmm. You know, so so their reality is online. They know nothing but a world with with access to the internet. And some of them know nothing of a world that doesn't include social media. Yeah. So that is their reality. Mm -hmm. You know, whereas us, we had, growing up, we didn't have that. It, so it was a new thing. It wasn't reality. Mm -hmm. It wasn't what the world is, what a human experience essentially is. Yeah. It was this new technology that was like a cool thing. 
I don't swallow that hard. <laughs> when we play it back. When we play it back, if we yeah. hear it, yeah. I will try to swallow more quietly. <laughs> we don't want to. Excuse me. We don't want to give them a jump scare. <laughs> but. Well, what do you think that, um, what do you think that it means for the world society i know that it's a large question but what do you think it means going forward where you have you know a lot of people on both sides of the political spectrum um or neither but they spend all their time online and obviously you know we kind of briefly mentioned it but we do have a lot of sympathy for these people because we know what life is like without it. And we also don't think that being chronically online is necessarily 100% bad. It's nuanced. It's not black and white. But um, what, do you, what do you think going forward that this is going to mean for the world for society i think the ability for to relate to people and to have real empathy and not fake empathy but real felt empathy is going to be more and more difficult maybe mm -hmm. because they're not having face-to-face -face conversations mm -hmm. um where they wouldn't say like fuck you mm -hmm. motherfucker mm -hmm. you know they wouldn't say hurtful shit because they can see the person's reaction. Um, yeah, I feel like the ability to empathize and relate on a human level. And of course, our communication, face-to-face -face communication skills are going to be terrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can... And we'll, we'll save this conversation for another time because I would love to do a big tech episode. Um, but that's where you start getting into AI and the metaverse and how... Well, it may not be a bad thing. You know, like, I mean, we may not have not have to have face-to-face -face communication anymore. Well, it may I, be all online. We may communicate all online. And, I, and I, I, to my point, I was speaking about the fact that from my personal beliefs that I don't... I don't think that it's fully great, the idea of you know, AI communication and the metaverse and building up this fantasy life that matches nothing in reality. I mean, I think energetically talking to another person and having a face-to-face -face conversation, I just think that there's something that's very intimate and different about that. I think that that's what life is, is about, is connections with other humans and connections with other people and other living other living things but that's that's my personal opinion yeah i mean uh, i don't know that's what life has been about for a number of years but what if we're a number meaning millions yeah i mean a while i mean but what if what if uh this is just the next step in human evolution what if it's the yeah well, what if what if it's the evolutionary next step is not communicating face to face, and you know, it's, it's the next uh, progression of language. I think that's definitely a thought, and I don't, 
I don't think that I have a 100% solid opinion about it. I think that I'm, I don't know, I'm kind of forming my opinion as it happens. Um, we're going to move on to the next thing, if that's okay with you. Um, this is going to be our last segment, last conversation piece of the podcast. Um, we already we already mentioned this, you know, in a separate conversation in our life, but there's a lot of speculation. There's a lot of speculation, and if you, this is one of those things that if you know, you know. If you don't, look it up. We'll probably do an episode on this. So if you just want to wait and hear about it, then you can. But there's a lot of speculation that Midnight's is going to be Taylor's coming out album. And that she's been dropping hints through publications and pictures and magazines that are very queer-coded and that people think, you know, she could be possibly using this as a coming out album. That is going to wrap up our relevant conversations moment that we just had. We're going to have to figure out a better, we're going to have to figure out a title for that. But yeah, so that was the podcast. That was our thoughts, our opinions, our feelings. It's a little rough around the edges. Doesn't have the best flow to it but that's okay um we're gonna figure it out as we go along and it's not gonna be this format every time we're gonna have an actual topic that we're gonna talk about it's gonna be a lot more streamlined um but yeah it's still gonna be conversational it's still gonna be fun so um i'm really excited and i'm looking forward to uh putting more stuff out there and i'm really excited to um get down to editing this one and put it out for whoever wants to listen to listen and hopefully we can make a uh, good podcast out of the two hours of audio that we have i'm <laughs> terrified to edit it yes i certainly hope so and you have any uh thoughts feelings yeah so thanks everybody for tuning in to our very first pilot inaugural episode of in the midnight hour i hope you had a good time listening to us ramble on hope you didn't get uh disgusted by us yet and uh we'll see you next time yes we're very excited we're gonna be um on social media at um in the midnight hour pod on instagram and that's going to be the main social media platform where I will be posting the latest and greatest and getting ideas and talking about what's to come. But, uh, yeah, if you give us a follow on there, you will stay up to date on everything. And other than that, just subscribe, subscribe, follow along. And, uh, I'm not sure when this is going to come out, but I hope that you, I hope that you like it and uh, have a good week or weekend whenever this gets posted. And, uh, yeah. All right, guys. Thank you. Good night and get some sleep.
upset.